You're listening to Let's Talk About Fatherlessness with host Sean Tice, where we talk about leading fatherless families to the Heavenly Father. Hey, welcome back. Let's talk about fatherlessness. My name's Sean Tice. Excited to have my friend today with us, Mitch Temple. It's great to have you with us. Thank you, brother. Great to be with you. I met uh, Mitch back in, I think, 2017. We got introduced to the Fatherhood Commission um, by Jason Ellerbrook, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. And he introduced us to you guys. And you you're, you and your organization have been such a blessing to uh, my wife and I and your family. And and I don't even think you know how much uh, you guys have blessed us. So, so thankful for you. I want to go ahead and give you some time to be able to, to share about yourself, Fatherhood Commission, and whatever else you want to share. Yeah, so so thank you, uh, Sean, for those kind of words. It's been an honor to have you and your wife and ministry a part of what we're doing. The, the Father Commission um, is about serving and inspiring and networking fatherhood leaders. Um, that's a little different than a lot of fatherhood organizations. We we kind of kid our or we kind of say jokingly, but it's it's really true. We're not a organ. We're not a typical fatherhood organization, mainly because. We really focus on the leaders and try to really like you and others that are out there in the, uh, you know, on the street uh, dealing with all kind of issues and difficulties and uh, those that are face to face doing ministry on the ground. We have other larger groups, but, um, you know, the, the, the commission is just really about serving leaders and uh, a lot of our leaders uh, uh, struggle with funding, how to raise money, how to um you know how to deal with or how to how to deal with things like uh, pr and marketing and and those kind of things in the community so so we 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 try to really equip the leaders to um uh you know be able to do their job more effectively and we we also pour into the lives of the of the uh, leaders uh, and their marriages their families we try to help with that as well because that's of course a big issue so Father Commission is really about just serving our leaders. We have about, we've been going for over 10 years now, started after the movie Courageous. Um, and Stephen Kendrick and myself had the privilege of uh, helping to uh, start that because the need was so great. And this issue of fatherhood was so important. So been going for 10 years and really, really going great. Um, as far as me, um, wow. Uh, you know, I, I kid, Sean, I, I never uh, could have written this resume that I now have because uh, God has taken me uh, through the years uh, over the last uh, 40 years, really, uh, through uh, full-time church work, therapy, as a licensed therapist, helping people on that level, um, working with folks on family to help start their marriage uh, program and initiative that's still still going on today. And then, um, and then, fatherhood commission, and and also uh, Christian films and movies. Um, I had the privilege of being a part of that, uh, helping them to connect these films, depending on the topic, like fatherhood or uh, uh, mothering or mothers or uh, uh, faith or whatever, whatever, whatever marriage, whatever the topic was. Then my job was to go out and try to connect the right organizations to the film. To help us promote it but also for us to help them um and um so i've done that uh for about 10 years and uh, uh really enjoyed that because the, the, these films these faith films are not just entertained they're they're not to sell tickets and entertain people necessarily though they do their real goal is to change our culture 
in a, in a very positive way. So, um, yeah, it, you know, um, I'm a little messed up when it comes to career, uh, career <laughs> things, but I, I, as I look back, I see how God has put it all together and woven it all together to be able to help on a number of different levels. Yeah. You're just, you have your hands in a lot of things. Now tell us, you were telling me before, um, the show, tell us kind of how you got to this point. I mean, you, 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 did you, you didn't aspire to do this stuff. I mean, where did it start from just to kind of let people know like, Hey, this is, you know, it, it was all God. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. And again, I certainly can't take credit for it. It, it just, you know, we, we just said from the very beginning, Lord, we want to be about helping people. We want to, our, our passion is to serve people and help people and to, um, and also restore, um, to, to, um, you know, be a dot connector to bring the right people together, uh, to unify people, whether that's through church work or counseling or folks on family or movies or films, the whole, uh, it took me a while to, to, to really see this, but it was very apparent that God wanted us to, to be his hands and feet to help facilitate that whole unity thing. Unity is a big deal to me, uh, whether it's, you know, with fatherhood leaders or whether it's, uh, you know, working for organizations or on films or whatever. If if we work together, we can do, we can accomplish far more than we than we uh, ever would uh, separately, as we know. And, and we know that, but the reality, Sean, of us actually doing it is a lot more challenging. So that's kind of been my call uh, through the years is to rally God's people to work together, whatever the topic might be, whether that's, mm. you know, marriage or, or, or single moms or fatherhood or whatever is, is that I found that God really blesses and shines his grace and favor on those efforts where we actually work together. God loves unity. Jesus liked it pretty well too, John 17. Um, and, and it's just, you know, it's, it's, it, it's because our creator and our savior, all, all those, all, all those, uh, uh, entities, um, you know, understand the importance of unity. So, um, it's, it's near and dear to their heart. And it certainly is, uh, certainly as to mine as well. Now I'm going to admit this to you. The fact that you get to work at folks in the family, man, I know this is off topic. Let's talk about fatherlessness. But um, when I was growing up, my mom used uh, Dr. Dobson's stuff to help her as a single mom. Um, and then as I was in college, I would listen to the folks in the family show. And, and then I just, I've always had a, just a, um, uh, just an admiration for focus on the family. And so the fact that you've got, you got to work there, that's, that's awesome. Cause that was a dream of mine to get to, to now, you know, it was a dream. I mean, it's obviously something I, I, I'm passionate about what I do now and I love it, but I used to think, man, someday I'd love to work for folks in the family. And, and so that's so cool. You got to, to be out there. What was it like to work there? I mean, is it, was it, was it pretty awesome? I mean, I've seen the headquarters. I've gotten to, um, to visit the, you know, the little tour and stuff like that, but I just have always been a kind of a fanboy of uh, focus on the family. So. What was that like? Well, yeah, you know, you know, when I was trying to actually, I was introduced to folks on the family, not only in my church work, read Dr. Dobson's books and that kind of thing, but um, when I started looking at, uh, you know, resources for how do you build a holistic family ministry, uh, helping, you know, moms and dads, single parents, uh, the whole gamut, how do you do that in a church? And what I found is there were not very many models out there or resources. So I called Focus on the Family and asked them uh, if they had any resources or people on staff. 
And it was kind of funny it was, at that time. They really didn't. Uh, and so basically they said, come on out. We'll, we'll let you talk to a couple of people. So I came out and I talked to, uh, to a couple of people and uh, it, was, it was very interesting. And so it was like God was saying, you know what, maybe you can help. Maybe you can do, you know, do something here. And things rocked on there. And it was just truly a God thing uh, oh, wow. uh, to be able to, you know, go out there and 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 serve with those guys and work with those guys. Uh, Dr. Dobson was kind of uh, he was in the transition uh, of, of moving out and then Jim Daly coming in. And and so it was great to get to know both of those great men of God, great, great leaders. And yeah, the you know, just the opportunity of being at a place where uh, you're literally uh, playing a part of reaching thousands, sometimes millions of people uh, in a short period of time. It was just it was a, it was a, a dream come true. And it was such a blessing to work, work there and then the people there still work with them on, on many different levels and love those guys and still still stay in touch and and uh we partner on some movies and films uh the documentary we just did <clears throat> uh called show me the father on fatherhood with stephen kendrick jim daly uh, i was able to ask him would he be a part of that project and uh he was he, he agreed and it, it's just been really really cool good good people and uh very very talented and the impact that these people have made and that organization has made it through the years is incredible all over the world, not just, you know, not just here in the United States. And it's, that's, that's so great. Now, shifting gears over to um, the founding of Fatherhood Commission, you know, so you already shared a little bit about it, but, you know, fatherlessness, this is what we're talking about today, but that comes from the thing of not having a good dad. It comes from a dad's walking away or passing away or being imprisoned or whatever it might be. And so Father Commission was birthed out of Courageous, uh, right? And so tell us a little bit more, could go a little deeper into that story of how that got started. Yeah, you bet. Uh, again, uh, it's such a God thing. So Courageous was had not yet come out. Uh, we were in the final stages just before the big theatrical release and this this was kind of a position to be one of the, the largest releases that the kendricks have ever had and as as i worked on that team working with partners uh, i just felt a very uh distinct difference in in the other films that i have worked on uh, as far as um this topic i mean th this this topic of fatherhood is so um evergreen i mean it's it's, it's just going to continue to be a an issue in our culture and has been and you look at the data you, know, you look at the research sean and it's there, there's no other sector social sector um where we have as much uh research to validate the importance of fathers and the effect that fathers have on their children but also the uh, the the negative outcomes that our country is dealing with right now just about every social issue um uh, addiction you name it uh, in, in incarceration um anything in society typically links back to a dad not being yeah. not being engaged or absent in that situation and so e even new research on 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 shooters these these young men particularly that go out and and do these mass shootings they have that one distinct commonality and that is um they they come from fatherless homes. 
So we 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 looked at we looked at that and and uh, we just felt that we just needed to pray. God, how can we keep this momentum uh, that has been built around this film and the momentum that will or, or the uh, awareness of this issue? It will you know it will continue to be lifted up um, for a number of years. In fact, ten years later. You, 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 people are still watching the movie for the first time all over the world. And so we said, we got to keep, we got to, we got to do something. So we went, Stephen and I went into prayer together for a period of time. Then we uh, began to bring some other uh, leaders, some key leaders in the fatherhood movement together. And before long, before long, it was very obvious that we, that God was leading us to do something together. And so we prayed about it. We didn't have any money. We didn't, we, we we knew we didn't want to just do a traditional type of effort here, but uh, God showed us very quickly that we needed to focus on the leaders in this movement because many of the leaders themselves were struggling with different issues and 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 were failing and and falling many times morally um, and struggling you know with different things. And so we said, hey, the enemy is targeting our leaders, so we have to as well. Uh, we have to target our leaders and help them and, and and strengthen them and stand behind them. So, yeah, starting, we started with maybe a half a dozen organizations and God just kept. Our, our whole thing was, Lord, send us the right people. And um, we, you know, we didn't, again, didn't want it to be a conference. We didn't want it to be just another resource. We wanted it to, to be different. And we have bathed this thing in prayer and God continues uh, we don't have full-time staff. We have part-time staff. We have a very small budget. But the way that God has worked through those little things, those small things, has just been incredible. And now there's well over 200 organizations that are, are together on some level and working together. And many ministries have been birthed. You referenced that um, uh, in, in your ministry. And that's we hear that over and over again. And that's what, you know, we just... We just thank God and praise God for that. We give him the glory uh, and he just keeps doing it. So we're going to keep we're going to keep on as long as it's obvious that we, one, that we've got this problem still in existence today. And two, that God wants us to continue to continue to to uh, serve these leaders and organizations and help them reach more people. Yeah. I mean, our ministry has been around for 15 years, but we, I was a youth pastor in Florida and I was trying to grow God as my dad. We just launched the brand God as my dad underneath life factors, fatherless ministries. And I got connected to uh, Jason Ellerbrook and, and he's like, I have this event that I think you need to go to. And I'm like, okay. And so I, I was a youth pastor. So I had to make sure it was okay that I was gone from the church and <laughs> trying to figure things out. Um, and I didn't even know what to expect. And I remember coming to your event and just, it was just such a blessing. And it was at that point, we knew that God was stirring our hearts. Um, but it was at that event, the end of 2017, that I knew it's time to go full-time with this ministry. Mm -hmm. And so we, we came back, uh, with a vision of we, this is what we need to do. Um, and then we went, my wife and I prayed about it and we, we, we started fulfilling it at the beginning of 2019, we were on the road and uh, doing a national tour. And so it was, it was very incremental in our, um, or instrumental in our, uh, uh, journey is, is 
doing, you know, going to the fatherhood commission. So I'm so thankful for what you guys have. And so it's blessed us. And I, I know it's blessed so many others as well. We've made so many good friends there and things like that. Now your organization also, um, fatherhood commission has a website. There's resources for dads on there. Um, why, why do you think it's so important? I mean, we've already touched on this a little bit, but why is it so important to help dads be better dads? Well, again, because it's foundational. It's foundational to uh, Sean, as, as we, we just said, the, the research, this, the research uh, underlines it and has underlined it for the last 50 years over and over again that dads matter. Uh, m- moms matter. That is no question. But dads also matter. God designed uh, children to be raised uh, in that kind of environment with their dads around. And, and no matter what happens, it's important for dads to be engaged with their kids. Uh, and, and if not, those children bear the, the, the consequences of that. They, they tend to act out. They tend to make decisions and tend to do things and feel things and, and uh, go in directions that are just not, just not healthy. Uh, we, we have, Sean, we have uh, kids in, in some cities and some cultures um, that, does not even know uh, a man uh, that um, really is playing that role well. Mm. Uh, no, n- absolutely. Other than what they see on TV, videos, YouTube, uh, what they hear on the streets, what they hear, you know, from friends. Um, and so we've got to really tell the story. And that's one reason we, we you know, did show me the father and, 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 and these movies are so powerful it's because they really show people what a good dad looks like. You can tell people all day long, and, and and that's absolutely important. But until you show people what a good father looks like, because none of them, many of them, have never seen that accurate picture. Um, if you look at Hollywood, um, you know how how the Hollywood portrays uh, fathers. It's usually something very very unhealthy and, and certainly unbiblical. Uh, but they, you, you know, dads are idiots. Dads are, you know, just providers and dads are, you know, made fun of and laughed at. And that's OK. But you need to you need to at some point come around and say, yes, but dads are important. Dads are vital and dads are not all idiots. Um, dad, dads are not all bumbling, you know, Homer Simpson type of type, type of type of people. Uh, good dads matter. And so that's kind of the. Man, that's kind of the uh, mantra, the 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 thing we say over and over again that that dads matter. And and the one of the cool things about it is that even secular research, not just not just biblical research, underlines that again over and over and over again. Now, what would you say to a dad that has messed up and he's hasn't been around? I know that's one of the things that. Father commissions, bringing dads back, right? And bringing dads back into the fold. I know that's a big effort um, with a lot of organizations with fatherhood commission. And right. uh, and so what would you say to a dad? Because I know there's a lot of dads out there that they just feel like they've messed up so much. And um, and I want to encourage them to go back. Just being a fatherless guy that my dad never really wanted a relationship with me and even until he died. Um, you know, we talked, we talked a little bit right before he passed away, but I never really got to have that, have that relationship. But what would you say to a dad that actually wants to have that relationship, but he's scared. He feels like he messed up. What would you say to him? Man, I would say, I would say that it's never too late. Uh, it's, it's never too late, no matter what you've done. Um, uh, dads can, can redeem, you know, redeem our mistakes uh, because listen, we have all, no matter how, 
uh, engaged we may be with our kids. We, we've made some really bad mistakes with our kids and our kids, kids are always watching us, whether we're there or whether we are away. They they know what's going on, and so they're 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 constantly watching us. They're constantly looking, even from, uh, you know, from very young. Our kids will, uh, particularly our boys, will just start following us around the house. You know, they'll they'll just start imitating what we do, and and that that includes things if we, if we get angry and say the wrong words, they'll imitate those too. <laughs> yeah. um, but the 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 truth is, um, man, we we're seeing Sean, we're seeing today. Uh, well, show me the father. The show me the father movie is a good example of that. Um, there have been hundreds, thousands of uh, fathers that have been reconciled to their children. Uh, some of these um, have not even um, have never really had a relationship at all with their kids. So you're talking 20, 30, sometimes 40 years or more of a dad not being involved in a in a in a child's life. But now these dads are it's it's hidden them it, it's you know they're like they're they're coming to awareness um and and that happens in different ways crisis incarceration you know uh health issues um all types of things but at some point a dad says you know what i, I wish that i had uh, wish i'd done better and um and what we're seeing is that no matter what the circumstance is there's always an opportunity to again to to start that restoration process you can't guarantee, there's no guarantees uh, because we can't control our kids and how they're going to respond. But we can always start that process of reconciliation. And there's a lot of great resources out there about, you know, how do you do that? Basically walk you through the process. Um, and and uh, again, you know, it's great to have a mentor or somebody that's been there, somebody that was, you know, estranged from their children or absent. Uh, from there and, and and how that God helped walk them back through a reconnection uh, with their kids. But another thing that we say um, uh, in this film very, very, I think very powerfully is that no matter what your relationship with is with your father uh, to, to children, no matter what your relationship is with your earthly father, you have an opportunity to really understand what a good father looks like and that is through your relationship with god the father and um you know we talk we talk about that and show how that 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 can make up for a lot of absence and a lot of missed opportunities but um you know god god is the great father and if we as fathers have blown it which all of us have on some level um then god is there to stand beside us and to help us and restore us um and to to you know heal us from all that that's going on inside us and all all the consequences of that um, because all of our all of our uh, mistakes and actions sometimes um, uh, the even the actions that we don't take the things that we should have done God can redeem all of that I mean I'm telling you uh, we just took Sean we took uh, Show Me the Father uh, into the state of Florida this past month or actually first of March. And we, we, with, with the governor's office, um, with their incredible help, we were able to show this documentary, this hour and a half documentary, uh, in every correctional facility in the state of Florida. So mm -hmm. that represents 90,000 men and women who are incarcerated. And I, I can guarantee that almost all those people who uh, watch this film and continue to watch it, um, 
you know, there's a story there, you know, every a unique story. But one commonality is that we messed up and we've we've not been good moms and dads and we've not, you know, you hear that over and over again. And so our our story, our our whole thing with this film is is really a message of hope that no, no matter even if you are incarcerated, there are still things that you can do to to uh, begin that process of healing. Uh, and sometimes it's just a phone call. We've had incredible emails and, and calls from people that said after I watching this film, um, my next uh, call that I was able to make, I called my my son or called my daughter. And um, and again, not all of those situations. It, it just all of a sudden got better. It, it's a process. But the reconciliation stories of dads that have been reconciled to their kids. And, 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 you know, the, the stories of, of grown adults that just wept over the phone because this wow. was the first time that their dad uh, had reached out to them. That there's just, man, that's, there, there's nothing that can replace that. And, and no matter how it turns out, I would encourage every dad, you know, to make that decision to do something, whether that's a phone call or that's a, a letter. And just, just be honest and say, listen, I messed up. And I, 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 you know, I, I know you, I know I've hurt you and I know that you have dealt with this decision over and over again in your lifetime that I made. Um, but I want to have some level of relationship with you. I want to be back in your, in your life if you allow me to do that. And again, it's, 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 it's a process. It's not just, you know, you, you can't go into, to that situation expecting, uh, you know, hundred percent positive reaction uh, every time. But uh, in most cases, even even if the relationship is not, you know, just super super strong and and where you're seeing them all the time or whatever, but just having that experience of reconnecting with dad is a powerful experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think every dad and child will will uh, will agree with that. It's 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 needed. Uh, because when, when, as long as a dad stays separated from from their child, um, young or old, there's a hole in that child's heart that only you can fill uh, as a father, as a dad, that only you can fill. And so I would encourage, you know, just just really, really um, and get some guidance, get, you know, somebody that's been there again or a counselor, chaplain or whoever, but someone that can help you walk through that process because it's. I, I'll guarantee you this is it's probably one of the best things that you'll ever do. That's so good. And uh, we've about, about four minutes left. I just want to ask you if you would just tell us how to get involved in singles ministry. We would, before that we got on, we talked about how you were involved in singles ministry and, um, and how you help single moms and things like that. So speaking to the people that are listening right now that are working with singles, single moms, um, can you just shed some light on that for them? If there's any advice you have, uh, things you learned along the way with that, just in the next two minutes or so. Yeah, we, you know, th- this was back in the uh, back in the nineties um, when we were when we started our singles effort in our community, and it, it was very interesting, Sean. That that just just the fact that you say that you say and you begin telling people that you're going to do this is is powerful. People are like, uh, particularly single moms, they're, they're typically, they feel isolated. They feel kind of second rate. 
uh, church members at times they feel you know just kind of ignored and so the fact that you were saying i want to help you i see i see you out there and i we want to help you just that is 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 just amazing i mean we began we started a few programs some of them were very practical based like how to how to uh you know how to get your car fixed how to how to know when somebody's trying to mess you up uh you know and 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 gouge you uh on, on your car issues Things like that even were things that that we just had people coming out of the community saying, wow, thank you. Thank you for doing that. And then the next thing you know, they're coming to us at church and they're saying, help us with other things. And so a lot of ministry can organically um, take place. Uh, you know, it's easy for us to say, well, we need to do this, this, this. But just start. Just show people that you love them. Uh, James one twenty seven is pure is pure religion. And and anytime we practice pure religion, God is going to bless us. That's so good. And we're going to wrap up now. Uh, I just appreciate you being on with us, Mitch. And and you're such a such a blessing to me. I'm so thankful for your friendship. And so so thanks for being on with us today. Before we wrap up, would you just uh, share where to find you, where to find your uh, fatherhood commission, um, how people can connect with you guys more? Yeah, um, uh, the website for the fatherhood commission is uh, fatherhood commission. Dot com and that's with one m c o m i s s i n i o n fatherhoodcommission dot com. We have a Facebook page. If you do a search on Facebook, um, uh, you can follow us there and get information about that. Um, and then there is an email uh, contact on there. I won't try to give you that. It's a little long, but if you go on the website, you can find that. You also can find um, what type of uh, who, who's involved and what they do. So if you're looking for something on single moms, uh, if you're looking for something on fatherlessness, if you're looking whatever, more than likely one of our partners there um, uh, as a part of the commission can help you. So put, put something in the search that you're looking for, and hopefully uh, that information will uh, be available to you. So great, Mitch. So, so thankful for your friendship. Such a great organization. And I'm just excited to have you on today. Thanks for being with us today. Brother, I'm honored. I'm honored. God bless you. Hey, thanks for checking out this episode of Let's Talk About Fodlessness. We want to now challenge you to take the next step by either starting a single mom community group in your church or with your ministry, or by joining our network of God is My Dad churches and ministries. Isn't it a great experience to be able to start a single mom community group? Yeah, and it's just, if you talk to single moms, a lot of times what they'll tell you is, the one thing they're lacking is that community, just a group that they can go in and they know there's no judgment. You know, everyone may not have the same situation. Everyone doesn't know what they're going through, but they can go in and they know there's no judgment. And and it takes that kind of that restriction and that uh, wall down for them so that they can share and then that they can grow in Christ. And our single mom community groups are a wonderful ministry. And if your church can start one, we'd love to have you. We can help you get set up. We have the curriculum and all the resources you need. If you can't start one, we'd love to have you start by by joining our network of churches and ministries, our God is My Dad network of churches and ministries, where you can get your church or your ministry on our map and people can find you and find find your ministry in your church so that they can get plugged into your church or ministry locally. So check that out. You can find all these resources at lifefactors.org. We have books, we have all kinds of content on there at lifefactors.org. Check it out today.